hear about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. Uh, as you heard, the show is not just here to tell you about all the horrible medical problems and uh, that are out there and um, how they can harm you and what the symptoms are and everything, but how to fix them naturally and safely. Safely is a very important word. Um, if you listen to some of these television shows, well, watching TV today, and I watch movies all the time, even the World Series, things like that, there were constantly commercials on medical um, pharmaceuticals, and when you listen to all the horrible things that they can do to you, you wonder why anyone would ask their doctor if this medicine is right for them. And it's just insane that they actually get away with that. Um, and um, uh, that people just ignore these horrible side effects and adverse effects and warnings that they give you. And uh, doctors, unfortunately, don't tell you all the horrible things that can happen if you take this medicine until it's too late. Um, so in any case, uh, this show is dedicated to safe answers for things. And, and this show is going to be another very important one. In my medical practice, we see about 30% herpes patients, 30% Lyme disease patients, and the other 40% is everything else in the world that you can possibly imagine that might go wrong with the human body. It's amazing the variety of what walks in and what we're able to help. Um, but before we get back into all this, I hate, I always like to start off and thank the people that are responsible for me being here and able to give you all this information. And that are my two sponsors. Both of these sponsors are very important for this show in particular. So I urge everybody listening to this, please get pen and paper and be ready to write. If you don't have pen and paper, open up notes on your eye on your phone and get ready to type in what you want to know. It's important that you get, you, you take notes sometimes on certain shows so that you're able to do something about it afterwards and not have to go back and listen all over again, which is one of the beautiful things about Voice America. Voice America allows you to go into archives, usually within 24 hours, and you can listen to this show and any of the shows we've done virtually any time you like. So, Refer your friends to the, the, you know, to the station, to my show, to um, episode directory. Click load or load all episodes at the bottom, and then you'll get all the months we've been here. And you can listen as far back. You go month by month and hear the shows that we've done. So first, I want to thank Promo Life. Uh, Promo Life, P-R-O-M-O-L-I-F-E dot com, Promolife dot com. Um, Promo Life makes ozone products. They make ozone generators for home care, for doctors to use as well. They make ozone products that you can use, ozonated oils, underarm deodorant. They just came out with something that it's already starting to become important. 
Um, it's a tooth powder. Now, of course, they have a gum support where you brush it in, but now they have a tooth powder that you can use instead of toothpaste that's safe and beneficial. They found a way of making ozonated oil into a powder. This is amazing to me. Um, I can't even imagine the process involved, but they were able to do this. And I promise you that if you get it, you'll probably love it because I already tested it and I think it's amazing. Having said that, you can call them at 888-742-3404, 888-742-3404. Remember to mention you heard about them here on the Dr. Robbins Show, and they'll do something special for you. Every week they give, they, they change what they'll do. They'll give you a percentage off at the very least, or they'll give you, um, if you're buying a machine, maybe a free regulator. They do something different each week if you tell them you heard about it on the show. So please do so. Then there's Doctor's Biome. Doctors Biome Colon Health is a very special probiotic slash symbiotic. Why symbiotic? That's spelled S-Y-N because it's prebiotic in there. And the prebiotic is the fiber from the 100% organic vegetables that are in there, mint, kale, lettuce, cucumber, and celery. There may be some fiber from the apple. I don't know. And I'm certainly not from the lemon uh, juice that's in there, but it's delicious it has 15 patented strains. They're called next generation bacteria because they're created to survive the stomach over 90%, whereas capsule powder and tablet probiotics are destroyed over 90% in the stomach. Um, uh, then in addition, they're called smart bacteria. They've actually been created. None of this is natural. <laughs> Can't just find typical probiotics that are going to do this. But they're created to stick to the wall of your gut. This is where you need them the most, not just to aid digestion then, but to help get yeast in balance, get rid of bad bacteria, repair the wall, help in the repairing of the wall of the gut, and uh, I'm going to be doing a show uh, eventually on this uh, subject, but um, not online, but on a special subject, um, because tonight I'm going to do a presentation that I just finished preparing the PowerPoint on, um, and uh, this PowerPoint shows how the gut microbiome communicates with your brain, your heart, your your lungs your teeth, your, your kidneys, um, autism, um, heart disease, brain mood. I mean, it communicates virtually with every organ in your body. It's, it's, it sounds insane, but it does. And if you don't have healthy gut microbiome, you wind up having kidney disease, weight gain, that you, weight you can't lose, heart problems, cancer, you name it, you can't imagine the, the influence that the gut microbiome has. With 15 plus thousand papers and studies being written on it. So doctor's biome is unique. It's the first of its kind. Nothing on the market compares to it. Nothing whatsoever. It's truly a medical food. And they're going to be making the product, changing the base one, which is 
not inexpensive, but reasonably priced considering that you're actually getting something that works. But they're going to be making it and turning it into a medical food for for people. And unfortunately, that is going to raise the price. That's what it does. Uh, medical foods tend to be very expensive, even though they do work. Well, Doctors Biome works all on its own. So you want to go to doctorsbiome.com. It's not sold in stores. Only doctors sell it or online. D-O-C-T-O-R-S-B-I-O-M-E.com. Doctorsbiome.com. Sounds like biome, but it isn't. And remember to put the code RADIO20 in. RADIO20. You'll get 20% off your entire first order. Might want to order a couple of months supply. Whoa, what about if I don't like it? What if it doesn't help me? They've got an amazing guarantee. It's a 100% no questions asked money back guarantee. So if you don't like it, if it isn't working for you, you can get your money back. And what's even better, it's better than a 100% guarantee. They let you, they actually will let you keep the rest of your order and tell you to give it to somebody else who may enjoy it or uh, better or who may benefit from it more than you did. So you have everything to gain and absolutely nothing to lose. So go to doctorsbiome.com. Okay, now we've reached the point in the show where I got to get to business. And as I say, there's never enough time uh, for, for these shows. I feel like I'm coming on and I go, hello, this is Dr. Howard Robbins. Thanks for coming. Goodbye. Have a nice week. That's how fast the shows seem to come and go. But today we're going to talk about something. We've done shows on it before. Today we're going to do it with some different emphasis and different information. So it's important to listen to more than just this one show. Um, Back in June of this year, we did an encore, I don't know if I've repeated it since, called Lyme Disease, The Great Imposter Pandemic. Today, we're going to be talking about Lyme disease again, but from a different perspective, some different points of view, so it complements the other show instead of duplicating the other show. So first of all, Lyme disease is unfortunately the most undiagnosed and misdiagnosed disease in the world. For some reason, organizations, uh, state health departments, countries um, don't want to accept that Lyme disease even exists. And let's be clear about the definition. There is no such thing as Lyme disease, okay? Don't get yourself in an uproar here for those of you that are listening that have it. There is no such thing as Lyme disease. Lyme is a town in Connecticut here in the USA where several hundred people over the course of a couple of years came down with a similar group of symptoms. And when they examined these people, the one thing they found is that they all had these various bacterial and spirochete infections in their blood and in their cells, and that's how they discovered and, de and decided to call it Lyme disease. Um, and we'll talk about that more in a minute um, as to what it is and all the rest. But one of the problems is, if you ask the question, how many people get Lyme disease? And now, I didn't make any of this up. 
You want to check me out? I went to a source that becomes incontestable, although I can contest it all the time because I don't trust it to be accurate in many, many ways and for many, many things. But most people would like to say or like to believe that the CDC, our Center for Disease Control here in the USA, knows what they're talking about. So if you use the information that they print and put up on their website, one would think that it's incontestable. It has to absolutely be true. Well, some of it is and some of it isn't. In the functional medicine we world, we world, we've learned what isn't true. Okay. So, uh, but if you want to go by some of what they publish, I'm going to be telling you what my opinion is on what is true and what may not be. So the first thing is, if you go to their website and you ask, how many people get Lyme disease? They're going to tell you. All right. So first of all, understand there is no way of knowing exactly how many people get it. Um, there was a recently released estimate based on insurance records that suggested that over 476,000 Americans are diagnosed and treated for Lyme disease. Um, this number is actually an underestimate of actual infections uh, because the testing for Lyme disease is so poor. Unfortunately, the testing is terrible. And fortunately, fortunately for all of the listeners here, because this is so easy to get and so commonly found, imagine half a million Americans plus getting it every year and likely double or triple that because it's misdiagnosed as many, many other things. Fortunately, there's an organization called the Global Lyme Alliance. And the Global Lyme Alliance, the GLA, I'm not sure if it's gla.com or gla.org, but if you go there, they have a wealth of information on there for you. I did a video for them because of what I do can help eliminate it. Unfortunately, I think it got lost in last year's videos that they have put up on their on their website. But in any case, they they raise millions of dollars each year for Lyme research. We already have an effective way to treat it. You're going to hear about it and they know about it and they promote it now. But but they spend millions of dollars a year on research to come up with a new and effective treatment for Lyme disease. And that's the real, the real uh, important thing here. Because as all the LLDs, as they call themselves, the Lyme literate doctors, they use the expression, a positive test means you have it, but a negative test doesn't mean that you don't. And unfortunately, as you're going to learn, it can go into remission very easily or, or quickly. And then we'll talk about what happens when it does that. After a certain point of time, you won't produce antibodies for it, generally up to four years. After the four-year mark, you may not produce antibodies for it. In addition, another reason why this is an underestimation of it is because Insurance companies don't want to pay for the treatment of it. It's not their business to help you by paying for your medical care. It's their business to make money.
Okay, whether you like it or not, that's the truth. So what do they do? It's very simple. If you don't, you get tested and you don't have a certain number of what they call bands, B-A-N-D-S, a certain number of bands, and more importantly, certain specific bands out of the minimum of five that they require, then a doctor is not permitted to treat you for Lyme disease and get paid. Now, if a doctor wants to get paid, he has to follow those guidelines by the insurance company. On the other side of the coin, if the state health departments and medical boards adopt those criteria set down by an insurance company who wants to make profit, then they can say, well, this is the standard of care. And if insurance doesn't want to pay for treatment for more than six weeks, well, what if it takes a lot longer, and it does, to get rid of Lyme disease? Well, the doctor can't get paid, and he may be practicing out of the standard of care guidelines, all set by insurance companies, by people that are in it for the profit, not by the medical boards or by doctors that are skilled in treating something, um, and particularly something that's so, so, so important because Lyme disease kills. It is a life taking disease. It is not a life changing disease. It does not fall. It falls into the category of things that we treat called diseases and, the, and conditions that may not kill you, but will make you wish you were dead. Well, unfortunately, it also falls into the category of diseases and conditions that will kill you. So before you die, you will suffer horribly from it. And um, so un unfortunately, the CDC has estimated that while over close to half a million people get it, what they are not looking at, okay, what they're not looking at um, are all the people that don't get tested positively for it, but that have other diseases and conditions that it mimics. That's why I call it, called it the great imitator. Let's go to our break, and we'll be right back, and we're going to get into more of the things you really need to know about it. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. 
Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey Alexa. Hey Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Okay, so now let's get back into Lyme disease. And I told you we're going to talk about different aspects of it this time. So it's possible. Now, remember, this is all according to the CDC. Don't, you don't like it, yell at them. I always like to use their own words to, you know, have them swallow whether they like it or not. And this way, people and doctors listening to the show that are more traditional um, can't really complain about it. So is it possible for someone who's infected with Lyme disease to test negative? Why is it possible to do that? Well, some people receive antibiotics, particularly doxycycline, though there's others that they use now today as well. Early in the disease, and often within the first few weeks after getting the tick bite. Now, remember, when you get the tick bite, you may not see that bullseye rash. It doesn't have to cause a rash. And if you look on, on Google and put that in, you'll see exactly what it could look like. Because if you're out in, 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 in the woods, these little deer ticks are the size, an adult one is the size of the, you know, pink eraser on tops of number two pencils. It's the size of that little circular top. And that's, that's the whole organism. And they're so light, they're airborne, unlike other ticks that have to bite you and they dig in and they burrow into your skin. These don't do that. They can be blown by a wind. They can land on your head and then just walk their way down onto your scalp and bite you there. It doesn't hurt. You, you feel a little itch maybe and you scratch and you, you kill them. And then you wash your hair the next day and they're gone. You wouldn't even know that it happened. And if a bullseye rash appears, you won't see it. And then you may not get sick. You may not get those flu-like symptoms that may occur. You know, a little fever, runny nose, achiness, muscle ache, joint achy uh, for a few days after it develops. So, if, and if you do, the doctor may give you 
antibiotics, thinking that you did get a case of the flu. Why antibiotics? Don't ask me, because antibiotics don't work against viruses. Unfortunately, they're made to work against bacteria, which it does when you're dealing with Lyme disease, because whether it's Borrelia, um, Bartonella, Ehrlichia, Anaplasma, Mycoplasma, um, these are all just some of the co-infections that they call Lyme disease. And you don't have to have all of them. You can have any one of them. And of course, doctors can do blood testing for all specific ones, which is better way of saying that you really have gotten this and really diagnosing you, which they don't do. So because they give you these early antibiotics, you may not have a fully developed antibody response. Remember, they're not looking for the bacterias. They're looking for your body's reaction to the bacterias. So you may not get that fully developed antibody response. Or um, the antibody levels may be too low to be detected by the test. Sometimes you have to wait and let it cook before it tests. I always call it the Robin's soup principle of medicine. You throw vegetables in a pot of water. You add herbs, you turn the heat on, and it is not soup yet. Now, you wait a while, and it cooks. And there's a moment in the cooking process where it transforms into soup. Then if you keep cooking it longer, it becomes good-tasting soup. Well, that's the moment where a negative test becomes a positive test. So the brilliant young doctor... Uh, the, is the one who down the road ignores all the negative testing for something and then tests you and aha, lo and behold, you've got it. Now, if you go back a hundred years ago, maybe even less, there were no blood tests. Guess what? You're living in a day and age where you don't even know that happened. Blood testing didn't begin until the 30s or the 40s of any th for any test at all at the, at the earliest, if I remember right. I could be wrong. But certainly, in the 50s, 60s, and on up to now, blood testing has become the thing, laboratory testing. Well, back then, how do a doctor make a diagnosis on what's wrong with you to figure out how to treat you? You came in, he took a look at you, he, he, he listened and looked and examined your body, and then he heard all the different symptoms that you suffered from. And it was called a clinical impression. And a doctor would have a clinical impression as to what's wrong with you. And he would come up with his differential diagnosis. Well, it could be this, it could be this, it could be this. And then out of the three, he would decide, based on his clinical experience, which one to treat you for. Because they may have different methods of treatment, unless they overlapped and he could do the, treat a more, one or more of them at the same time the same way then based on your clinical response, he knew whether he was right or wrong. And if you didn't respond, then he would go, well, maybe it wasn't this, it was that, and let's treat you for that then. And that's how people were treated because we had no testing that would give doctors better guidance as to what to do. Um, and um, I try to use as, as much of that now in my medical practice. I try to avoid testing because people generally coming to us have been tested up the kazoo. Um, they've drained half the blood in their body and radiated them in every way possible to try to figure out what's wrong and 
still can't help them. And then when they come into us, we, we're there to fix it. That's what we do. So that's one of the problems that you have too low an antibody level. Now, antibodies against Lyme disease generally can take at least a few weeks to develop. So if you don't see that um, uh, bullseye rash, which is an indicator that you just, you, you've been bit and you've got Lyme, okay, um, you may test negative, even though you're infected. That's why you need to be retested at least a few weeks to a month later. And hopefully you'll show a positive test. Um, but it's not until at least four to six weeks after your your bit that you can get a that you'll have a more likely chance to get a positive test. Doesn't mean these tests are bad. It just needs to be used correctly. So that's one of the first things that I wanted to you know to have people understand that we haven't really talked about um, to the degree which I think it needs to be said. Now, I often get the questions: um, What about pregnancy? What should you do? Well, if you're pregnant and you suspect that you've gotten Lyme disease, you have to contact your doctor immediately. Um, Untreated Lyme disease during pregnancy can lead to infection of the placenta. And from the mother to the fetus, it's possible but rare. But I have treated patients who had, um, who, who have gotten, um, Lyme disease from their mother during pregnancy. Gestational Lyme, it's called. Um, Generally, the birth will be okay, from what I understand. Now, remember, I'm not an LLD. I don't hold myself out to be an LLD. I am one of the foremost clinical experts on treating Lyme disease effectively, possibly one of the number ones. There's always a few of us in the world because we are so successful with our treatments for it uh, using intravenous ozone therapy. But I can't always answer some of the technical questions that an infectious disease expert or someone who only treats Lyme, like there are, so, there are hundreds of them out there that do, um, might be able to answer because that's all they study. I study so many things. I can never, I don't, it's not easy to become an expert in just one because there's so much information today. But generally, they'll give women who are pregnant, antibiotics for this. Now, normally, um, I don't treat pregnant women. We're too litigious in this country. And if anything happens with the baby, you know what's going to come down as a lawsuit about it. So I will treat a woman up to the point she's pregnant and after pregnancy. And um, uh, But during pregnancy... Uh, I, I, I draw the line. That doesn't mean other doctors don't who use ozone therapy. They're very happy to treat pregnant women. I just don't personally do that uh, because of, I said, our litigious society. Um, there's papers published on how effective antibiotics and, and treatment for Lyme disease can be during pregnancy. So just because you're pregnant, it's very important 
that you um, you you report this right away, and then we can refer you to doctors who are less worried about the the issues that might come from treating it, because there are papers that prove and show that. Um, Ozone therapy, and we'll talk about that hopefully a little bit later if I have time, because we've done it on the other shows, uh, can give you a healthier placenta and a better birth weight. So we know that it's safe in pregnancy. It's just we have too many damn attorneys in this country. Um, now, Co-infections, see, they, they always like to say that Borrelia is Lyme disease. That's the, the one infection, Borrelia burgdorferi is Lyme disease. Well, there are co-infections that occur with, with this. As I said, Anaplasma, Babesia, Bartonella, Mycoplasma. These are all co-infections, okay, um, uh, that can come with it, including um, Powassan virus disease, okay, um, what else? Oh, very often you'll get Rocky Mounted Spotted Fever from the Lyme tick, similar symptoms, Rocky Mounted Spotted Fever. That you actually have to report to the, you know, to the local health authorities, at least here where I am. You don't have to report Lyme, don't ask me why but you have to report that. Um, I always like to jokingly say um, that there is a way to eliminate Lyme disease instantly. Um, instantaneous Lyme disease is gone no matter how long you've been suffering. And the answer to that is you have to fly to Australia. The minute you get off the plane, and both your feet are down on the ground, your Lyme disease is instantly gone. And you know why. If you don't, I'll tell you now. The Australian government has declared that Lyme disease does not exist in Australia. You can't be treated for it there because it doesn't exist. So how can you have Lyme disease if you go to Australia? You can't. It's gone. Fortunately, for all the people that used to travel to me from Australia, they now have to just fly across the um, uh, a little bit of water to um, New Zealand, where Dr. Tessa Jones, an MD that I trained there, does ozone therapy, uh, hopefully the way I trained her, and therefore she can treat all the Lyme patients from Australia. If you're listening to us there, just go see Dr. Tessa Jones, MD in New Zealand. Hopefully she's still in practice and she'll be able to help you. Otherwise, you got to come to New York. Okay, so now another concern is Lyme disease spreading through sexual contact. So according to the CDC, there's no credible scientific evidence that says that Lyme disease is spread through sexual contact. Um, there's, there's no animal studies that they say support this. And it says that this isn't a, a, a route of um, uh, exposure that should really work. One day, as they do more and more testing, they're going to probably find that this is not true. Uh, ticks that transmit Lyme disease are very small and easily overlooked. 
Therefore, you know, consequentially, it's possible for sexual partners living in the same household to both become infected through tick bites. So, well, right now we can't prove that it's passed on sexually, and I'm not a firm believer that it can be, to say the least. It's about finding better ways to test it, to prove that it's not there, and therefore you don't have anything to worry about. So right now, I don't believe I'm of the opinion that sexual transmission is not possible. Okay. However, what about blood? So now if a person has Lyme that's in their blood, and that's where it is, that's when it acts up. That's when it gets into all the tissues of your body and every organ in your body. Every organ in your body can be affected by Lyme. Every tissue in your body can be affected by Lyme, one of these different co-infections. And they go through different life cycles. And throughout these different life cycles, um, some flare up and then some calm down. This is what makes it so confusing, okay? But if you have it in your blood and you get a blood transfusion with somebody's blood that wasn't tested for Lyme disease, there is little doubt for all these different co-infections, little doubt that this can be transmitted to you. And suddenly you needed blood and now you have Lyme disease you didn't ask for. Okay. What about breast milk? There are no reports According to the CDC, that Lyme disease is spread to infants through breast milk. So if you're breastfeeding, it's probably safe, okay? And if you have Lyme disease, you can get an antibiotic while you're breastfeeding. And you certainly, as you're going to learn, you can do ozone therapy for it. And ozone therapy kills everything in the body that doesn't belong there. And that's the real way to get rid of this horrible infection. All right, what we're going to do is go to our break just a few seconds early. And when we come back, we're going to finish up with this and tell you what you can do for it. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today 
and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctor's Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO grain juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. So we're back now, and... um, you know, Lyme disease is everywhere. You're going to read, no, it's not here. This place doesn't have it. That place does. Um, all sorts of stories you'll read about on the Internet. Fact is, it's everywhere, all over the world. When I trained a couple of doctors from the uh, Democratic Republic of the Congo to go back and help treat Ebola, I asked them, uh, have you seen many cases of Lyme disease in Africa? And their answer was, no, never seen any. And then I asked them, have you ever tested for Lyme disease? And the answer is, no, we never did. So they have been treating and seeing Lyme disease all over the world for a reason. The Lyme, uh, the, 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 the deer tick that gives you the bite that you get it from is so light. It can be blown up into the air and transported around the world in air currents. It can be in luggage. It can get into all sorts of different ways that people will transmit it and bring it with them to every continent, virtually speaking, in the world. It's possible it doesn't exist in Antarctica uh, as one of the few places or in the Arctic because it's too darn cold for these deer ticks to live. They're dormant at that point. So the likelihood is those are the places where you can go and live and uh, and very likely not unless maybe during the uh, what you call the summer months uh, get Lyme disease. But virtually speaking, everywhere in the world, it's possible to get it, no matter what you read, no matter what you hear. Now, I spoke earlier about the initial symptoms of it, but later on, when it gets into stage two and stage three, when it comes out of remission, which can take anywhere between 5, 10, and 20 years, so you don't even know you had it anymore, You may think it's gone. Oh, I had Lyme disease years ago. They gave me some antibiotics for it. You didn't get rid of it. You just put it in remission. All right? Because you got to have a test to prove it's really gone. And there isn't one. So what happens? Um, You're going to start developing various symptoms. You don't have to have all the symptoms that I'm going to list. But you can have many of them or a few of them. 
and still have Lyme disease. Now, when you only have a few of them and you go to the, to a certain medical specialist based on their narrow thinking and tunnel vision, they're going to go, well, you've got rheumatoid arthritis or well, you've got, um, oh, uh, uh, oh, geez, a heart disease, uh, and, and, and treat you for something that you don't have because they're missing this diagnosis. It is probably the one infectious disease that is so undiagnosed and mistreated, and that's why the treatments that they're giving you for what they believe is wrong don't seem to be working. Okay? And that's a sign that they may have missed the diagnosis. Why shouldn't that medicine work on you as it did on everybody else. And I'm not even saying that it's the pharmaceuticals' fault. I'm saying that they're misdiagnosing you and treating you incorrectly. So, it starts with, and you can don't have to have all of this, but if you have any of these things that I mentioned, you may have Lyme disease. Do you have what they call brain fog or brain cloudiness? If you've got it, you know what it is. It's hard to describe. But if you've got it, you know what it is. Memory issues, particularly short-term memory. A lot of people have that, and they think it's Alzheimer's. Okay, all right. Um, memory issues, cognitive issues, understanding what's being said or um, uh, coming up with words that you need when you need them. Um, focusing issues. Okay. Tight bands, or feel, a feeling of a tight band around your head. A feeling of pressure in different places in your head. Um, could be in the front or in the back or in the sides, the top. Doesn't have to be everywhere. Sinus pain and discomfort. Vision disturbances where you're, you have light sensitivity or um, uh, you, you flickerings and everything in your eyes that shouldn't normally be there. Tinnitus ringing in the ears. Balance problems, um, vertigo, okay? You can have Lyme in your jaw, okay? Because it gets into the joints, so you can have TMJ problems from it, okay? Now, heart palpitations, as I call them, rapid heartbeats that come and go, and they can't figure out what it is, so they want to put a pacemaker in. Breathing issues, breathing disorders, tightness in the chest. Lyme gets into the lungs. Um, blood pressure changes, blood pressure going up and down and not being able to easily be controlled. Okay, Kidney problems, that's less common. I don't know why it doesn't have a strong predilection for the kidney, but it seems to cause it sometimes. And sometimes there's frequent urination, sometimes there isn't. Most often not, but sometimes there is. Sleeping problems, problems falling asleep, staying asleep, um, uh, feeling and feeling well rested when you wake up. Chronic severe fatigue, chronic fatigue. Very common. Doesn't have to be severe, but it's very common. Chronic fatigue. Um, Diarrhea or constipation, often caused by the antibiotics that you're given, um, uh, that you may have taken. Uh, joint pain, severe joint pain, 
Muscle pain, muscle aches and pains may seem like you got the flu when you don't. This is flu season. Um, muscle aches, pains. Uh, anxiety, severe anxiety or mild anxiety. Depression, severe or mild. Um, mood changes, mood swings. Um, may have somebody suddenly get angry because it's messing with their brain chemistry. Once again, Alzheimer's. Oh my God, this must, you know, uh, that they, they might have. Gait disturbances, trouble walking. Okay. Peripheral neuropathy, burning pins and needles, tingling, itching sensations, numbness in your hands, feet, throughout your body. And, um, Feeling like something is crawling under your skin and tickling your skin. Skin rashes, erythema multiforme, it's called. Various different skin rashes that they don't know what's causing them. Um, more often on the, on your, your, your trunk, on your, you know, your back and your, your chest and, and abdomen. But it can be anywhere. Oh, the list is, the list is very long. And I'm, I've given you most of the, common ones that people may have as symptoms of Lyme disease. So now we only have a couple of minutes left. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Short of committing suicide, okay, which is always a quick fix for something like this. And unfortunately, I'm not making a joke about it. Many people who suffer from this disease for so long and have no hope for help because everything has failed them. Um, if they've been diagnosed correctly, start thinking about, and maybe for all we know, many have committed suicide because of it. I don't have any statistics on it, so I'm not going to make claims that I don't know, but I'm sure the Global Lyme Alliance may know about that, okay? And um, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if people have. So intravenous ozone therapy. Virtually any form of IV ozone therapy, and we've done a whole show called intravenous ozone therapy, everything you need to know. Last time I did it was last week, so you can listen to the show from last week that we did an encore on. It seems that almost any form of ozone therapy, and you can get a home ozone generator from promolife.com, and with all the setups, just tell them you... You heard about it on the show, and Dr. Robin said you want to get set up for home care. That'll help. Won't get rid of it, but that'll help. But almost all the different forms of intravenous ozone therapy will improve the problem. But if you want to get rid of it, then only consistently will direct IV ozone, as we talked about it on the show, where we push the gas directly into the veins. And by the end of this year, of 2022, I'll have done over 340,000 of those treatments, showing its benefits and its safety, okay? And the hyperbaric high-dose ozone therapy with multipass. Its nickname is 10-pass on the internet. And I use the Dr. Robert Rowan variations of it, along with the Lahadni uh, variations of it. Johan and Robert are mentors and close friends and taught me um, and taught me this particular method that we've been using, and I've done it over a thousand times. Um, it's been done tens of thousands of times safely now all over the U.S. Um, bottom of it all is that's a blood method of ozone, so you have to have big veins for that method. 
whereas the DIV method can be done with any size vein. That's one of the beautiful things about it. It's fast, it's quick, and I do the 10 pass method. We do it once a week. Sometimes you can do it twice or three times, but you're using a, a blood thinner called heparin, as well as um, natokinase or lumbrokinase, which are blood thinners that come from um, natural sources, so you don't need as much heparin. Some people have heparin allergies. So the blood methods of ozone may not, may not be available to you, but when we do that, I bookend everything with the direct IV, so we're always treating it as often as we possibly can. Lyme patients that come in are late-stage Lyme. They're very severe cases. It's very difficult for them to get treated every day uh, with what we call fast track uh, because their body won't permit it. Remember, when you start getting therapy, in at least in our office, you're not the boss and I'm not the boss. Your body's the boss. Sometimes it allows us to go full speed ahead, and sometimes it goes, no, 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 treat me more gently. I can't tolerate that intense therapy. And we listen to our bodies, we listen to our patients, because we take doctor do no harm very, very seriously in our practice, as all doctors should and don't always do. Um, so you need, if you're taking and have had Lyme disease, probiotics. And the only probiotic that actually works, that actually can make a real difference, is Doctor's Biome. So you need to go to Doctor's Biome, D-O-C-T-O-R-S-B-I-O-M-E.com. Make sure you use the code RADIO20, and when you put that in, you'll get 20% off your first order. If you have constipation, it may cause you diarrhea for a few days. If you have diarrhea, it may cause you constipation for a few days, and then it will right itself. And it comes with a 100% money-back guarantee, better than money-back guarantee, because you can keep it and give what you don't use to someone else. So you've got everything to gain and nothing to lose by using it. Also, you can go to promolife.com, and you tell them, you heard about it here on the Dr. Robbins Show. And in fact, give them a call at 888-742-3404 and tell them you want to get set up for home care. And they'll tell you everything that you need, everything that we know is, you know, that you need to get to use. They have videos on how to use them. We've done radio shows on how to use them. So uh, here on Voice America. So all that's available to you. If you want to reach me, you can call me at 212-581-0123. Um, that's 212-581-0101. We get calls literally from all over the world every day of the week, seven days a week. They will give you my cell phone number so that you can reach me because they will not answer medical questions. So if you have a medical question, I'm happy to take your call. On the other hand, you can also reach me at ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. That's spelled O-Z-O-N-E-D-O-C-T-O-R, all spelled out, one word, no periods, ozonedoctor at yahoo, Y-A-H-O-O dot com. All right, everybody. Stay healthy, stay well, stay safe. 
Don't hesitate to contact us with ideas for shows and people you'd like to see on as guests. If you know them, get them to contact me. And uh, next week, we'll have a special show for you because I'll be away. And then the week after, we'll be back again live, hopefully. And I have a whole bunch of special guests lined up for the next couple of months. Everybody stay healthy, stay well. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week.